Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's edition of the Chapter by Chapter podcast. I am your host, Will. I am your host, Steve, the Lord of Sand. And we are diving into Chapter 1 of Children of Dune. I'm just kidding. Of Cod, I'm I guess. I'm just kidding. I'm Muad Steve. You all know that. You're Muad Steve. I'm trying out a You're new Muad one You're Muad Steve. Trying out a new one. It didn't go. It didn't, it didn't work, did it? Nope. Now look, look where we're at. We're in a good spot. We're in a good spot. It's always good to try new things. You should go out there. You should try a new thing. You're right. Right. If you've never ridden uh, You're right. I'm unicycle sorry. before, you should go ride one. Uh, I don't know. I don't know about that one. I would check with your friends before riding a unicycle. No. I would get no. follow your gut. I would get some clearance. With unicycle definitely ride. <laughs> One wheel, though, that one you're going to need to check with your peers. You're going to need to feel everyone out. You might lose friends if you start riding, riding a one wheel. And now, fine, if you if that's what you want to do, but check with your peers. What about a big wheel? Big wheel everyone loves. That's the life of the party. Yeah, yeah, that's the life of the party sort of thing. You want to ride, in, you want to ride into like every event with a big wheel, and everybody's going to be like, yo, that guy parties. <laughs> big wheel, 12-pack. <laughs> Big wheel and an eight pack of Bud Light, some nachos, mm. cowboy hat. That's all you need. That's all you need. That's all you need right there. Big wheel, keep on turning. Tina Turner, I think. All right, Steve. Dune. Dune. Children of Dune. As always, each one of these Dune chapters comes with a little preface, a little, a little uh, introduction, as you, as, as. The people might say, "I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this." Do you want to read this? Because <laughs> yeah. I I miss the Stuart. I miss the, I miss the Muad Steve readings of these this, chapter introductions. We've done this seven times. They're chapter <laughs> introductions. Muad'Dib's teachings have become the playground of sc- scholastics, <laughs> of the superstitious and the corrupt. He taught a balanced way of life, a philosophy with a human can meet problems arising from an ever-changing universe. He said humankind is still evolving in a process which will never end. He said this evolution moves on changing principles which are known only to eternity. How can corrupted reasoning play with such an essence? Words of the Mentat, Duncan, Idaho. Now do I get a point? I think I should get a point for that. I think that's yeah. Did you get Duncan on your team? Introspective monologue. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna take. I'll, I'll I'm give gonna it take to the you. point. I'm gonna take the point. I'm gonna give you. The I was point. gonna say maybe the chapter introduction shouldn't be eligible for points, but I've changed my mind. They should be. No, I think I think they should be because I was thinking about this too before we started recording today, and I was going through the chapter introductions, and there are. Just straight up nonsense people in these in these chapters. Like nothing nobody we've ever heard of. Just like just 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 constant just consonants. Frank Herbert just wrote a bunch of consonants. Continents that's character. Like Australia. <laughs> South Africa. Yes. Those are those are continents. South Africa is not a you, continent. I mean great. See now 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 he caught me on a technicality. I'm going to give myself a point just for you being rude. Challenge and response. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everybody. Uh, I agree. I think you get a point for that. I think that is pontificating. I think it falls within the realms of our game here. So already, Steve, you're going for it. As we we went over the rules for this season on our intro episode, if for some reason you didn't listen to that, you're like, I have no time for rules. I'm going to hop right in. 
I, look, you're going to need to make a little bit of time for the rules. Basically, we drafted all the characters. We're going to earn points on things that they do. Boom. That's it. Yeah. I just earned a point. Yeah. But with that being said, <laughs> this chapter is full of characters on Team Will. and On Team Will. There's going to be some points to be had. There are going to be a few, but I don't I don't know. We're going to have some arguments about certain, certain points. I mean, I think the main thing here is that at least I get one point with Stilgar and the pontificating about, I mean, k- killing his niece and nephew. I think that's the main, that's the, that's the main story here Look, in this chapter is that he's watching his kids sleep and he's like, what if I kill him? This what if I kill him? pontification, pontification, pontification rule, mm-hmm. this monologue rule is going to become very troublesome because it's going to be constant. We might have to, we might have to veto it. All right, let's let's go with it. Let's go with for it for right now. now. All right, and we won't take away the points. No, from from no. from the current run. We can't. They're set okay? in stone. They're set in stone. But what, by the time we get to chapter ten, and everybody's had a, had to go at pontification, at pontificating. Well, we'll see. We'll then, just see. We'll uh, see how it goes because we can't constantly be adjust. dishing the points out on that. But you can have a point for it. I mean, already we're one for one, so it seems pretty even. And I'm only going to give myself one point for this whole chapter of his pontification. Yeah, and we haven't even... Because this whole chapter is just full of pontification. We haven't even... Yeah, we haven't even said anything about the chapter. Well, I mean, I said a little bit. He want, He's thinking about killing his kids, which is kind of cool. He's thinking about killing his kids, metal. but like a lot of people do that. You don't actually do it, I know, but you... Ah, if I could strangle him. Right? Homer I mean, Simpson. The way, the way he's coming around the thought of it is with this whole idea of like messiahs and... The past that he's had and the future that may be. Yeah. He's thinking like Call of Duty, these, these... Modern Warfare, right? That's another thing. That's always on. Thinking about when he used mind. to be able to play that all the time with the boys. Oh man, 2007. That was a good year. Ooh. It was a good year for the boys on Xbox Live. Let me tell you. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. These children. <laughs> I never played children that being Leto too. I never played that game. Just got to put it out there. I know you were. <laughs> you, you were way too old for it. I was writing the. I was writing the age group. I was 39. I was ready to go. But these kids, the kids being Leto Two and Ganima, they're at this like they're at this like inflection point in history, right? They have their father to thank for really kind of like setting the trajectory here. But they're the ones that are going to take the rest. They're the ones that are going to continue the rest of the story, as 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 they say for Cody Rhodes in WWE, finish the story. Do they say that? Is that what they say? They do it. Yeah, they do it a lot. I think say. every episode they say it. They say it every. They say it at least once. <laughs> well, look. I think. I honestly, I think that Stilgar should kill these kids. There, I said it. <laughs> we already know. I mean, he's first of all. He's considering it. These kids are on your team, so I want to get them out of here as quick as possible. But second of all, these we we've seen what happened with Aaliyah. This is just going to, the same thing's going to gonna pan out. In fact, they, they blatantly say it in this episode that these babies are born spice infused and they've got, they've got it all. They've got all the fucking wisdom power. So I think that you get points for kids too smart. Kids too smart. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think, well, they haven't done anything too smart yet. But I think I want to see them actually do it. I, th- I think you, okay. it's not a recurring thing, right? It's sort of a one-time point getter. Like you don't get points every time they're too smart because they're always too smart. I guess so. But once it's revealed, points. And it was all right. All right. It was revealed. Two two one, Steve. Two one. I'm. It's looking good for me. 
I'm going to go ahead and actually say that it should be 3-1 because you should get a point for each of those babies. Do you think so? For each of them? I do. Each one of them is a kid too smart. I mean, he only mentions it once, though, that they're they're spice-born. Look, if somehow something happens and one of them ends up being a little lame, (laughs) 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 then those points aren't set in stone anymore. We'll have to see how it goes, but it doesn't look like it at this point. All right, all right. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get those. Uh, I'm gonna get three, three one, three one. Me and uh, I'm sorry. This is look, this is actually really I, <laughs> slanted I, in my favor. Look, I'm the commissioner of this game, so that's why I step in and make sure a fair play is happening at all times, right? And this right. is an away game for me. I'm not even here at all. I'm away, so I have no players. I have no dogs in this horse race or horses. Mm. Okay. Okay. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. You're looking out for me. We're feeling we're feeling good about this. I don't know. All right. One thing I do want to talk about is the state of Arrakis itself right now. So Stilgar in his in his thoughts uh is thinking about how Arrakis has changed quite a bit since uh Muad'Dib walked into the desert. We already saw a little bit of it in Dune Messiah, but the planet about like I don't know how much of the planet has changed ecologically speaking, but a good chunk of it is now like watered land. Yeah. You know, they have grass, green they grass, forest. you know. They might even have a rainforest or two. And this is I can relate to this. A lot of people, I know a lot of people out there can also relate. You know, this is like if you've if you moved away maybe right from your hometown and you come back you're always thinking about it man i'd like to go back there I'd like to go back to those look at this photograph those dirt hills and sit on them in the grass and you go back and what what's there right condos condos maybe a papa john's if you're lucky every time i look it makes me laugh stop right <laughs> because this is real and this happens to a lot of us and we find out that it's not there anymore the dune that you remember isn't dune at all anymore it's simply yeah arrakis so when i was a kid a little side a little side note here when i was a kid and i can agree i this and i agree with this when i was a kid um i my neighborhood was like the last neighborhood in the city it was like that it was like the <laughs> ass end stop it was the last one all right it was, it was like, like a batman my neighborhood it's like a batman movie right like the joker blown up like <laughs> the whole city i was one neighborhood left <laughs> clowns everywhere you know what I mean? Like if in the in the in the structure of the city, we were the last ones on the south end, right? Okay, you're right you were next right to, on the right on the edge, right on the cusp of the city, right on the edge, on the yeah. borderline, wrong side and of the tracks. There was this, <laughs> there was this uh, driving range, like that uh, that pretty much signaled the end of the city, and because there was nothing else out there, and you just hit balls in the outer space. Outer space. I think I was about mm-hmm. like five or six when I was going to this uh, driving range. They had a little putt putt place okay you take your kids where are we going here? dads be drink dads be drinking yeah. just getting real hammered and and real getting real fighting moves where are we going now now that is not even like 20 minutes away that is like 20 minutes away from the edge of the city what is it now it's, it's like, a papa john's it's a papa jo- it's a movie theater is what it is now all right well yeah gentrification it's man let's turn mo- those golf courses in the movie theaters it's a movie theater. It is a. It is a. Uh, uh, a chapters. I don't know what they have in the states. Maybe There's, Indigo. There is honestly too many golf courses out there. And look, those of you who like to play golf, it's fine. I'm not a fan. You can go out there. You can hit your balls. Right. You can get balls and hit them and you get them. Get all your balls. But 
think about if we just closed a couple of golf courses and filled them with like capybaras and flamingos. That'd be pretty cool too, right? We could just let that happen. And uh, that's kind of like a natural thing to happen in Canada, right? They just show up. You just close down the golf courses and the flamingos will come. Honestly, I think they've been pushed out because of the housing market. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> they can't pay rent. <laughs> Who can? I mean, it's true. It's true. Do you think Stilgar is a golfer? Yes. I think yeah, on too. Dune. There's not a lot going on. I think this is very, you know, reminiscent to uh, the TV show Lost, right? In a lot of, mm-hmm. first of all, it's reminiscent in a lot of ways, and I don't need to explain those, but it is. But of course, <laughs> when you know Hurley makes Hurley makes a little golf course, they they make the makeshift golf course. They're golfing in Hawaii, wow, wow, right? And now, I love that episode. We can imagine the same things going on in in Dune, especially with the new cultivation of. Green grass, right? We can get a nice green going, a nice course. We can fill it with flamingos and capybaras and hit golf balls all day long. Mm. And that's, do you think Gurney, I don't think Gurney necessarily wants, I don't know. I, I don't get the, I don't really understand Gurney's like ultimate goal here. Cause eventually he just comes around to the fact that like, he's like, meh, maybe I shouldn't kill these kids because what I don't know is probably worse than what I know right now. You, you Gurney. mean still guy, right? You said Gurney. Oh, sorry. Uh, Stilgar. 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 Yeah, I think, look, I think he's just working things out. I think this is, these are the the thought patterns that actually keep you from murdering innocent, super smart space babies, right? But you actually, you you got to work it out. You got to, you got to feel it out and and talk things out. Otherwise, you know, who knows what's going to happen. But this, this is how Stilgar is. You know, he's normally very cool and collected and stoic. Although, you know, he is reminiscing that he's not as much, of, he's not as he's not as Stilgar as he used to be, right? He doesn't golf as much anymore. He doesn't get out there as much. It's it's tougher, right? Motherfuckers act like well, they forgot about Stilgar, and he's going yeah. through that. <laughs> and this is again, this ties back into wanting to go back to your your hometown, right? But all you find is Papa John's, Papa John's, Papa John's, and yeah, you know mm-hmm. the, the the Parmesan crust garlic stuffed crust pizza. It's pretty good. But like, I mean, I, I got to hand it to him. He's he's able he's been able to hold on to CH Tabur. That's where this chapter takes place with the kids sleeping in their in their little bedrooms. CH Tabur. Uh, but you're right. Like we don't know how far that Papa John's is from CH Tabur. CH Tabur, Papa John's. Yeah. Want to go golfing? I kind of do. <laughs> we can go ahead there. I, yeah. We can go. Yeah, let's go. We can go hit, hit the balls. We can go get our balls on the range. You know, only sand traps, though. I only play in the sand traps. You ever one of those uh, uh, sand trap only courses? Try really working, trying to work on my sand traps. <laughs> you go to a golf course and you're like, do you, where, do you have a sand trap course? Yeah, where's all the sand like, traps? Huh, where is this place? You mean the, you mean the desert? Flamingos in here. <laughs> do you listen to our podcast? Probably listen to our podcast. Can you get the podcast going on in the in the speakers, the monitors here? Where do we plug oh, in? Oh, Where are we plugging? You got an aux? <laughs> you got an aux cord? You know how far we could probably get if we just walked in acting like we own the place. People do it all. No, people do it all the time. People do it all the time. I see it at <laughs> at at my place of work. People just come in there, and they if you walk with enough attitude, you can just do nonsense. You can just do nonsense. You just walk with enough gusto and authority, and bam. 
Next thing you know, you're putting your podcast over the speakers at a golf course, driving everybody crazy. Um, another thing worth mentioning here is, uh, turns out Lady Jessica, she has left Arrakis, has went back to Caladan. She has rejoined the sisterhood. And that I don't know what that means at this I point. I read the book and I can't remember. means points for me. Maybe. Coming think- up. She needs to be influenced yeah, by the up. by the Benny Jesuit, but I feel like she was influenced to rejoin. So I'll wait for further clarification. But I mean, she's clearly. Oh no, I think I think no, you're right. I think she's been influenced. Maybe not. Maybe it's not in the same way as like the voice has been given to her. All right, give me. But a, I think more. Give me a point then. I'm a commissioner. Give me a point. All right, I'm gonna give you a point. Two points. Wow. Okay. See, this is actually more even than I thought it was gonna be. This is what happens Already when you have a good one. commissioner of a league. <laughs> or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 But uh she's been she's rejoined the Benny Jesuit and I don't know what this means for Jessica. Uh, she could be more stoic, she could be more mean, she could be more analytical, she could be Ooh, she could yeah. be a, an enemy. Maybe for her Leto and uh Ganima. Maybe her and Stilgar get a Freaky Friday type switch situation, right? And then uh, L- Lady Lady Jessica can become very stoic Stilgar, and then St- Stilgar can become a lady. <laughs> I want you to hold on to that thought because Points. you are very you are very close to what happens in this book. <laughs> I should get write that down that somewhere. I should get points. I'm, I'll give you a point. Why not? I'm writing it down audibly right here. All right, perfect, perfect. I love it. I'll give you a point. Why not? It's like whose line is it anyway? Yes. The Drew Carey version, not the new version. But with a little more sand. Is there a new version? Yeah. Of whose lines? Yes, it is. And honestly, it's actually it's pretty good. It's as good, I think, as as the original one with Drew Carey is. It was just kind of like whiplash when I first watched it because I can't remember who the host name is. Again, Naomi something. Uh, and she's not Campbell? Drew Carey. But she's not trying to Naomi that Campbell. Sound right. <laughs> Maybe that's right. I have no idea. That's, is that person? It is. It's not. They're not those okay. whose line is it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at first, I was like, "This is not Drew Carey," but she's not trying to be Drew Carey. It's different from Drew Carey. Honestly, the Drew Carey show. Hot take: the the Drew Carey is the worst part of Whose Line Is It Anyway? He is. He actually is. He, he is the worst part of it. He's just a facilitator. It could be anyone. Get him out of here. Put him on the Prices Right. That's true. Or That's true. Uh, I can do whatever that. he does. He's on Prices Right. You nailed it. Yeah. My well, this whole podcast is just a long term resume for me to get onto some sort of game show. It doesn't need to be the price is right. It can be anything. I would love to see you on a game show. Come on, I mean, Survivor. Survivor's still going. So I know. I think we got to get you on Survivor. I think you do great. And I mean, not great. I mean, in a way that you make great television. I was thinking of applying to Survivor, but I don't know. It's probably not a good idea. Like that tiki torch. I want to see a whole group of people put your torch out and say goodbye, Steve. It's just like, what are they going to put on my name? Like when when I pop up, they're like Steve, podcaster. (laughs) 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 Hello, like man, there's no books on this island. (laughs) Where are all the microphones? Uh, Okay, what do you think Jessica means for the story here? Well, it sounds like that she's going to get a Jamie Lee Curtis body swap. All right. All right. Yeah, I think that I think you nailed it. Okay. I think that's enough for right now. We still got a lot of book ahead of us. We got to take our time. Damn. Feels good, Why though. Why don't you take us out of here? We're back. It in. feels good. We're back. Got my feet We're in back. the sand. I'm twiddling my toes. Right? Getting mm, sand. Good chapter. Good, good, good Dune. 
I mean, right away, we got Frank Herbert, like, doing philosophy and talking about killing kids. I mean, it doesn't get more Dune than that. That's great. I love it. Thank you (laughs) for listening to our first chapter of Dune, Children of Dune. I guess it's not called that. It's just called Children of Dune. Yeah, it's just called Children of Dune. But thanks for listening. Uh, You can find us on the social medias at Chapter by Chapter Podcast. And we will be back tomorrow for Chapter 2 of Children of Dune. This show is brought to you by Patreon, specifically our executive producers, those who give just a little bit more than the average sandworm. That's right, I'm talking about Big Cheese Daddy, Hilder, and the corn. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Your support really uh, means so much to us and really does go a long, long way. And that goes to everyone across the board at all tiers of the Patreon. If you too would like to join Head on over to patreon.com slash chapter by chapter podcast and join for as little as $1. Either way, thank you so much for listening to the show, whether you've been here for seven seasons or whether this is your first time. We hope you enjoy the ride and we thank you for coming along on this journey with us. <laughs>